Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of X Blog Live. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, we have an absolutely outstanding show for you today. Um, listen, we're talking Starfield. I mean, you know, listen, I know that a lot of people are like, my God, boom, kind of like three shows in a row and last week. And let me tell you something. If you're not talking about Starfield, I'm going to tell you this right now. No offense. I don't necessarily know if you're an Xbox fan. Uh, this is <laughs> okay. the biggest game for this platform since Halo 3. And I, mm. and, and Steele and I were just talking in the green room. And, you know, there are a couple wow. of some finite points that he made. Mm-hmm. You know, Gears 2 is a big one. Gears 3. You got a couple of forces in there. But when you consider how important this particular franchise is to Todd Howard and Bethesda and understand that this is the first new IP in over two and a half decades. Mm -hmm. I I cannot begin to tell you how exciting it is for Xbox fans. And and, and like I said, if you look on the other side or you look on the other person's, you know, lawn and you take and you say, well, you know, Sony over there, the grass is pretty green. Nintendo over there. Yeah. Pretty green grass. They have had these exciting moments. Sony mm-hmm. has had quite a few of them. Um, and Xbox has unfortunately uh, been towed behind or been, you know, kind of behind a little bit. And something's happening magically. Some magic is starting to happen for Xbox, its platform, its leaders, and more importantly, its gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, originally supposed to start with Redfall and, that didn't really that didn't that didn't hit. Um, you know, obviously, but right before Redfall, we had a very special thing in in Hi-Fi Rush, which, by the way, has announced today that they have crossed over three million players, and that is a big yes. deal. That big is a deal. really really big deal. Mm-hmm. But there's something going to happen on the release of this game. This this is going to be the outlier. Mm. The changing minds and opinions about the color green also. and its platform. Mm. So before we get into breaking all of what we learned yesterday during the developer q and A, I I want to introduce, not a friend, a brother. Steel Rain, welcome, my brother. How the heck are you? Mr. Boomstick XL, what's going on? And it's always great to be back in the building. Uh, yes, it is I, and I am him, the one and only Steel Rain, and one half of Living Split Screen. You know, a little non-console-centric platform that we do every Saturday morning. And man, boom, it's been uh, it's been all right, man. Life's uh, life's all right. Uh, getting some gaming in. Gotta jump back into Forza Horizon just to make sure that I'm a little bit practiced up because I haven't played a motorsport since five. Uh, so I want to just make sure I hone in on my skills a bit, although it will be quite different. And, uh, you know, getting through Atlas Fallen, man, that's another one. I think at least it's a, again, I've been telling people, if you like to Darksiders, I definitely suggest to check out Atlas Fallen. And if not, wait until it gets into your favorite service or yep. um, until it's on sale. So, But other than that, yeah, man, just knocking out these games, uh, getting that hype built up for Armor Core 6, the true game of the year no but um and building up an anticipation for starfield man so glad to be here today um you sent that that signal into the background uh, i was I, I saw it and was like you know what boom 
course I got to be locked in with my brother. So uh, thank you for having me. And I'm excited to get into this conversation today, man. Yeah, it, it, well, it's great to have you a part of today's show. But listen, before we move forward, folks, I, I, I got to stop the show for a hot second. I oh. don't ask for much, right? And the one thing that you'll learn about me as a, as a content creator is I'll never ask you for anything outside of you hitting the like button and potentially subscribing to kind of move the channel along. I normally don't ask. And it's not because I'm too proud to ask because my father mm -hmm. taught me many, many things and never, he always, one of the, one, one of the important lessons was never be afraid to ask for help. So I'm going to do something that I have done for many podcasts and I'm proud that I'm one of the few that actually does this. Oh, okay. Um, Steel Rain and Pong Soul have an absolutely astounding Saturday morning show each and every week, 10 a.m. on Saturday mornings called Living Split Screen. Now, I've said this before, and I, and I really want to drive the point home. There is something incredibly important about watching the work that you do hit certain milestones, see certain Absolutely. points in your content creation career. And one of those points is getting partnered with YouTube. How you do that is by having 4,000 plus watch hours, and of course, hitting 1,000 subscribers. And as of this morning, Living Split Screen is 43 away. We have 300 people here. I'm asking as a friend, as someone that I hope that you trust, that you come here each and every day and you listen to my rhetoric, and you're like, that boomstick guy would never steer me wrong because I would never tell you to listen to something that I personally don't listen to and tune in almost every Saturday morning while I'm cooking breakfast for me and Mrs. Boom after our hikes. I'm going to drop the link in there, and I'm going to ask as a, as, as, as a friend to everyone that's here now, Let's live on the air right now. Get living split screen past 1K. That that oh, that's my ask. That'll be that'll be beautiful, Boom, and I greatly appreciate that. It's well, it's well deserved because you and Pong work really hard. You you get out there. You don't you you know you you give it straight Absolutely. and fair with the content, and it's fun to listen to. Folks, listen, I, we're, we're going to get to Starfield, 70-plus minutes of Starfield talk, but I'm asking you as a friend, live on the air right now, go click on that, and please subscribe to get these incredible content creators past 1K live on the air. Like I said, I've done it for many other shows. I'm proud to have an audience that believes in me personally that if I tell you or I ask you, tell you, if I ask you to do me a favor and subscribe, you're going to listen. You're like, you know what, Boom? You were right. That's a, that's a pair of really good dudes. I got another podcast to listen to. So if you don't mind, while the show is going, I'm going to go back and forth and check. And hopefully 43 people will get them past 1K live on the air. Okay, so let's start the show. Let's, let's get into Starfield. Appreciate that. Um, as of this morning, we have it on good authority that review codes are officially out. And last night before I went to sleep, Jez Corden 
And who doesn't love Jez? I mean, obviously he's a he's a great member of the community. He yeah, you know, he 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 did the chip, one chip challenge. Like he he's a man of his word. Yeah. He is. And what's not to like? He's British, <laughs> right? Right. So what's not to like about Jez? Well, he posted some ominous tweets, and I knew exactly what he's talking about. And he simply wrote, Oh my God. And I knew he was playing. I knew mm-hmm. he, I knew he downloaded and he started playing Starfield. And how I know that is because Ryan McCaffrey put a tweet out there. So shout out to Ryan over at IGN. Even though he's not doing the review, he's going to be playing. Um, I would imagine that ACG and Skill Up, I think they already have their codes. Again, I don't know for sure. Uh, we saw uh, Jeff Grubb, very good friend, great friend of the community, great friend of this program. He got his code. Um, who else am I missing? Tom Warren, good friend of this program, great friend of the community. Tom Warren is also reviewing it as he, as you would expect that he would from The Verge. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steele, I mean, I, I if I smile anymore, I'm going to break my face. Like, I am so freaking excited as a Bethesda fan, as an Xbox fan. Um, you know, we have content. We, we you know, obviously, we're content creators. Folks, right. I, I will be honest with you. I have not gotten a code. I don't necessarily think I'm going to get one. The channel sure. is way too small. I know people at Microsoft, but there's only so many codes they could hand out. I'll be playing on the 1st, it appears, or the 31st, because I'm staying up at midnight. I'm going to do something I haven't done in a long time. And I'm uh, probably going to play to like wee hours in the morning. I don't even care if I look like a zombie, but I'm playing this game. Um, Steel, let's. Uh, oh, Paris Lily. Uh, let's see. That was um, um, Gerald Max. Is Paris Lily got? Well, of course. Paris, how would Paris Lily and the X cast not get a code? Of course, right. they're going to get a code. Um, I would imagine Danny Pena, uh, amazing yes. podcaster, yeah, is going to yeah. get his yeah. as well. Um, Listen, all I can say is not, I'm not a hater. I'm a congratulator. If you are out there and you got a code, that means that you are on that Rolodex that I am currently not. And that's fine. It's perfectly fine. Play the shit out of this. Let's 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Get, let, let, get, go have fun. Go Let into the review. go into the star field. Uh, so so before we get into what happened yesterday with the QA, a lot of questions were answered. We got a incredible amount of information from Darius on Twitter as well as Clobriel. I want we're gonna break that down of what you can do in this game. Folks, it's 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 gonna be epic. It's a life stealer. What are you starting to feel the excitement building now that it's it's in the hands of reviewers steel? Am I feeling that excitement? I, I am because it's one of those things to where you want Bethesda be kind of treated properly this time, right? And not have to live down that bug Bethesda name, right? Because that's the biggest fear that I feel a lot of people have that were going into this. I don't want to say necessarily fear, um, but that's more of a stigma that Bethesda has it going against them because of previous history. Now, fortunately or unfortunately for them, um, they were they had the ability to be acquired by Microsoft, which as we're seeing and we're get and we're getting more information to the fact that that has allowed them um Bethesda to put in a little bit more work um or a lot more work depending on your perspective on um on their key titles now 
I say that and then somebody's going to be like, well, look at Redfall. What happened with that? Well, you know, every now and then you drop a slice of cheese on the floor, right? It, it happens. You know, I'm not now I'm not telling you you should pick up that slice of cheese and still use it. But, you know, some people do. Right. Um, but nonetheless, you call that for what it is. And even Arcane wasn't completely satisfied with that. But we also because the whole picture to that is Arcane was coming from the perspective of a developer that was under some duress, some stress um, to create something that was going to help bring in some money before they ever got acquired. So they pulled away from their roots and you saw what we got from that when they did. This is completely, this is kind of the, I'm not going to say it's completely the same, but there's a lot of those same key factors that are getting pulled into Starfield. I think because Todd and Phil do have a good relationship that has spanned the concept at time per se, um, been, they've both been in the industry longer than two, a couple decades. Um, they, I'm pretty sure they've had some meaningful conversation but I'm pretty sure when, because we've been hearing from Todd that, hey, this is a game that I've had in mind for the last uh, few decades, right? And we just haven't had the hardware to make it possible, but I've always had it there. And then to see this game get put into production, they've been working on it. And I know that Sony was knocking on their door and then you see Xbox get the acquisition and then you see the, you know, the date that gets put in the stone and you're like, all right, we're ready. And then they say, no, we need the delay. And I think right then, although it might have been disappointing for quite some uh, a lot of people, I think that was the key note to say that, hey, this isn't Bethesda anymore. This isn't a we we need to rush out a game because we don't have anything behind us to help um, sustain our company. No, this is a passionate development team that obviously wanted to do some additional things and ask for the time or. You have an Xbox that was understanding because, as we know, um, the rumor is that they sent their A team to go help out and make sure that they were on top of everything for Starfield. Indeed. So apparently, Xbox is treating it like it's a big deal, especially compared to Redfall, where Phil Spencer himself has admitted that they got to Redfall too late because Starfield was the priority. You're starting to see a lot of these things shift. And now, we're getting a two-week review period before the game goes yes. into early access. Mm -hmm. For me, that is an extremely powerful thing because this doesn't typically happen, especially nowadays. No. We just right. came off of a last week, just as a comparison, of people asking, "Where or oh, why isn't the game called Gold? Oh, man, demo. There's no demo of Starfield at Gamescom. We should be worried. Bethesda's doing the same thing they've always done. It's going to be a buggy game. Oh, man, Xbox can't get nothing right. And then this week, you get the two-week review period that we're, that we're hearing about. And all these different people that you would trust you know, a review from like my guy ACG. Shout out to Jeremy. Uh, he's dope, dude. One of the one that is a good dude right there. Tells so it like it is and wears yes. it on his on, on his sleeve. Absolutely. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what his review because again, reviews are just supposed to be that it's a review of what that person played. And you should be able to take that for what it is and compare it to how you feel about games and make your own decision. But this is an extremely powerful thing, and, and I think Bethesda and Xbox have put themselves in a really powerful position because 
there's no excuse. There's no excuse to say, oh, well, um, there's a day one patch or uh, I didn't get enough time. Oh, um, you know, I ran into some problems. I was only able to play for 10 hours. No, you've had the game for two weeks. Review the game. Put whatever amount of time that and you feel like you need it's to gonna be, Isn't it going to be like three weeks before the almost. official? Almost. almost. Yes. Remember, the, the early access is midnight mm-hmm. the 31st, but technically the game they doesn't launch into the 5th. Exactly. So not only that, so off the heels of the reviews that you're going to get on the 31st, you're also going to get all these people who are now watching those reviews, giving their opinion on those reviews, then jumping into that game that very same day and giving you their opinion. And we can all see it live action to see if everything lines up. This is such a powerful opportunity. And I do agree with you, Boom, that, um, as far as hype and anticipation and the power of the, that this IP has, especially being brand new, this is a Halo 2 moment per se, right? And this is, when you say that, it's, it's, that's also very, that's something that you got to kind of put in the concept because Halo 2, Halo and all and all has more than just story. There's multiplayer, there's other facets. You got people getting together, and that was really the excitement about it. It was it was a new thing and it was really being popular on console. Where this time around, this is a first, this is a solo single player experience, true Western RPG that a lot of people thought that maybe we're falling off a little bit because we don't get polished. RPGs um, like we used to in some facets. Even Witcher 3 came out with a lot of problems that people complained about for a long time before those things got fixed. And that's still a 9 out of 10 game for a lot of people. So it's going to be interesting to see where Starfield kind of falls in line. For me, again, as the Bethesda noob, uh, I only have the experience with Elder Scrolls Online and and watching my wife pretty much play the full completion of Fallout New Vegas. Um, I understand what those games are and coming off the heels of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which was my true first chance of jumping into that game, I'm looking for something that I can create my own character, uh, create my... Yes. You know, this is going to step further because now I get to pick my history, how I, how I grow up, how I want to approach this game, some of those uh, cyberpunk elements that we got also. Hey, do how do I want to approach this? Do I want to be the cybernetics where I'm dealing with robots? Do I want to be the bounty hunter where I'm just chasing fools down? Yes. Do I want to be the engineer <laughs> where I'm more so focused on my ship being huge and I got blasters all over the laser is going crazy it's going to be i just want something that's really going to intrinsically pull me into its universe the way that mass effect did because it's honestly it's very rare for many single player games to give you the ropes and i know mass effects more on rails much more on rails than starfield is going to be much more on rails than most bethesda games are but even with that the decision making the way that you're going to be able to impact the game, it being a space odyssey, like a true space odyssey. I'm not talking about an unfinished game in Star Citizen that people have been comparing this game to. I'm not talking about No Man's Sky that took almost a decade to fix all of its problems to be what it is today. That's my problem with those comparisons. You're comparing games that needed time to become what they are today. Starfield is going to be what it is day one. Day zero. 
and people are going to either going to love it or they're going to hate it. And I'm excited to see where this kind of puts Bethesda in this new era of gaming. Or like my brother from another says, this golden age of gaming. Golden age of gaming, indeed it is. Um, listen, folks, let me get to some super chats, and I'm going to read some of the big hot takes from the Q and A. And I, I, I got to tell you, if I said it before, this game's a life stealer. Uh, it is. It's going to be probably one of the main things I play for the remainder of the year. Like, I, I there are so many big games coming out that I'm I like Spider Man. You folks know how I feel about the Web Slinger, and especially, specifically. The uh the the Simonite saga. Um I'll say this, and I want to take a minute just to go and do a quick check, like I promised you I would. Hold on just a second. Fine, I'll get back to them. Um, I'm gonna do a quick check for living split screen. See, let's see where they are. Let's see, let's see. 997 folks. Yeah, three away. Three away. Oh, gosh. We have almost 500 amazing. people here. Great I just dropped the link in. Do me a solid, folks. Sub sub the channel. I guarantee you, you're going to enjoy the content so much. You're going to DM me or you're going to hit me up on Twitter and be like, boom, you're right. I love the content. Live on the air. We need three subs to get them to 1K. Live on the air, folks. Do me the solid. If you love me like I love you, do me the solid. It's going to pass 1K right now because obviously this is a long time coming and they deserve it they two of the two of my favorite creators man honestly and i and i and i'd love to see it happen live on the air and it would it would be a big deal Uh oh we are one away oh it's nine 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 folks we are one sub i'm I'm gonna refresh i'm gonna refresh right now live on the air (laughs) folks 1K subs. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's beautiful done. people. Y'all are amazing. <laughs> Getting the living split screen to 1K. Oh, thank Lord. you. Thank Jesus you. I got Christ. goosebumps. You guys, I got you goosebumps, guys are, folks. You guys are wild. Boom. Again, I got to. That's it that's crazy. Honor, I, 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 <laughs> it is my I didn't honor. Think, I didn't think <laughs> it was actually going to happen. Oh, I was just, you know, I've been just got to grab life by the horse sometimes, right? And again, I greatly appreciate everything that you've done. To well deserved, my friend. Uh, again, and wow. greatly appreciate everybody who's been tuning in. And like I say wow. all the time, only stay stay subbed if you guys really support what we got going on there over there. More content's coming. Um, live streams are coming. And again, we host a really long show every Saturday morning, typically four to five hours. But hey, Steel, just take over for a hot second. I got to take the school. I got you, boom. Um, but yeah, we got timestamps over there. We're trying to be really consistent. But yeah. Shout out to you guys for really helping us push over that 1K. That's an amazing thing to see. Uh, got some beautiful things working around in the background, especially after that. So uh, it's, it's amazing, guys. I really appreciate you all for, for getting us there. It's a grind, man. It's, it's, it's what it's about. And I, and I definitely appreciate it, man. Damn. I was not expected to hit it that quick. That was crazy. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, Starfield is probably going to be part of that 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 one K grind that we we've, we've been talking about. Uh, we're currently getting some things worked off in the background to maybe do a living split screen kind of thing, uh, where you get one side of Pong, you get my side, get Starfield gameplay day zero. So be on the lookout for that. And and again, much shout out to everybody who's tuning in and 
enjoys boom and all the content that he's bringing in i absolutely I, it's i'll forever be grateful to what boom has brought to our community he's definitely a pillar the same way that i feel about the community um you guys are a pillar too right um, you gotta see through the mess you gotta know who you are as a gamer as a person uh and again getting to 1k because of you guys it's it's a, it's a best representation of what Thank we you. look yes. for in this community yes. right um Love you want to build up a, a community of people um, a foundation of people that when we start reaching out to these three billion gamers that I that you know we always hint at um that Phil has talked about that they have something that's welcoming to come into, right? There's many different facets of our community, right? Some nasty, some nice, and some in between. But I, I feel like this is definitely the more we can expand this out, the more we can grow our people and um help everybody get to get to where they need to be at. The only way yes. we'll grow is if we support each other. So I appreciate y'all, and I appreciate well, no, you. Listen, boom, it's it's well deserved. You guys have a ton of uh, have a ton of episodes. You're there each and every week, unless some sometimes you know life gets in the way. You know you have equipment problems and you have to cancel the show or two. But for the most part, you guys are there. You and Pong work really good together. Uh, trust me when I tell you, folks, this is going to be the next show that you add to your playlist. Uh, I listen to him every Saturday without fail, along with uh, Kaysante. Uh, which we're waiting for the team up. There's going to be hopefully a crossover the, event. We, we've been working on that in the background too. That, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, maybe second one style, weekend do style. it on one channel, weekend do the other channel, not, or, or do it yeah, half and half. For, make a three-hour show, do like a buck, a, you know, like ninety minutes on one channel, ninety minutes on the other. I don't know, but listen, folks, I can't thank you enough. Honestly, it, it is. Uh, it, it it makes me very happy to see that I have an audience that trusts me. Because again, I would never ask you to do something or listen to something that I personally don't listen to myself because then I would be a fraud. But we're going to reel this back in because we're going to get into Starfield because that's what you're here Absolutely. for. And of course, there, there are two people I want to shout out. Uh, first of all, Clobriel, which I think everybody knows Clobriel. Um, he is an amazing uh, creator in his own right. He's constantly and consistently uh, out here giving us information about Xbox. Uh, and, uh, you know, we love him for it. Uh, but there's a new there there's a new cat uh, that has made the rounds on social media that I follow. He follows me, mm -hmm. uh, and he did what I think is probably one of the best posts I've seen in in a very long time. Starius fears it's at the real D Fay, but F E A. Um, he basically did a thread where he says this was the Starfield Q and A, and here are all, if not everything of the Q&A or the questions and answers from the developers of Starfield. Now, it is, it's very lengthy. Um, I, what I'm going to do, I, I mean, like I said, I'm going to use some of it, but Clobreels is more condensed. And because mm -hmm. obviously this is a live show and it's more short form, it's going to work better for the conversation. But I wanted to give both shout outs because both posts are incredible. So, uh, Steele, I, I want to I read some of the things that um, Clobreel had to say about you know, new re revelations, if you will, of what to expect from Starfield. Uh, and he says there are housing in all major cities where the player can get uh, and own. Some you have to purchase and some are rewards for very specific quests. Uh, he goes on to say, if you commit a crime, you can elect to go to jail or pay a fine when you are arrested or even resist arrest and try to escape. There's civilizations, there's government, and there are actual laws. 
certain items are considered contraband and you'll need to smuggle them past security ships that are in orbit of all major settlements. You can hide them using special ship modules. Uh, he goes on to say, all of the playable factions can be completed, check this out, folks, independently. So you can go around, join a faction, complete it, and then go somewhere else. That is bonkers. Um, he goes on to say there are over 20 named characters who can join your crew. 20. All of these have their own backgrounds, strengths, weaknesses, mm -hmm. and story. Uh, it goes on to say that companions will have a huge role in the game, part of the main story. And why this is important is because they didn't specifically say who it was. They're excited to see people's reactions to some of the voice actors that they got for yes. these parts. That has me, my mind is racing like, oh my God, are you going to get like a Tom Cruise or somebody in there? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I know it, 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 it's it, you're shooting for the stars, but it is Starfield. So I'm going to bring up Darius Fears in a second. Let's let's try and, I mean, this is it's a lot to break down. Let, let, let's start with having your own uh, places, your own homes in different parts of the galaxy. Does that get you excited, Steel? That does get me excited because I am one of those people, like when I do travel to the different planets and whatnot, um, it's kind of the thing that got me really caught up in No Man's Sky when I started playing it. Um, and I almost put up about 100 hours into that game, which was cra crazy because I wasn't expecting to do that. Um, but you, in No Man's Sky, you get to go into the different planets and build your base up. In here, it makes it seem much more refined and meaningful um because it's like you're putting you're going to be you're going to have a house in cities that actually exist and feel lived in and feel like you could just become a part of right um so it's more natural in lack of a better term or organic in many ways um because it kind of gives you a reason to go back to those planets potentially or maybe you have storage there or maybe you have some friends that you end up meeting there say that's funny to say in game but that is the that's the angle that bethesda has always kind of gone for where the the people around you and what's going on within your world um, and your playthrough really feels akin to um, some form of reality, right? Or their version of reality, the storytelling um, that they're trying to get you to par uh, a part of. So to hear that I can have a house in multiple different cities on different worlds, um, that gets me really excited. It gives me, it gets, just gives me a reason to come back right which is always that can be a problem in some games because again like in no man's sky i find myself not really having a true reason to come back outside of maybe storage or or maybe i don't build a base because there's so many different worlds so it's like yeah. uh, i'll be more picky so this means it's a, it, it seems like it's more meaningful and i'm excited about that so yeah for me personally um I'm going to probably try to, like, all the major settlements have a place. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm going to get back to it. I mean, because, again, I, I, I'm i going I'm going in. Like, I'm getting in my ship. And one of the things that I think, and I don't remember last night who mentioned it, but from what is being told, Steel, is that we know about the planets. We know about the uh, the locations that you're going to come across by jetpacking here, there, and everywhere. We know that you're going to find abandoned 
uh, you know, uh, locations, whether they were smuggler locations, whether they're, you know, been taken over by alien creatures that you'll find and you'll have to fight or, you know, get out of there. But I think what people have not talked about is what you're going to find in space. Mm-hmm. And when you're off planet and you're just flying around, you're going to come across stuff that they're putting there. Now, whether whether it's actually there, a part of the story or it's side stuff, it is going to be like the, the for me as someone who likes big maps, who likes limitless things to do, who who doesn't necessarily always follow the story. I cannot wait to explore Starfield. So I want to pull up something that uh, I want. I want to read this. Um, the twenty named characters. Mm-hmm is something I kind of want to touch on for a second, because if there's anything that a Bethesda gamer, a fan of the work that they have done over the course of their history will remember is there are usually very memorable characters that you can get to be in your party. And some of them are, you know, some, some of them are better than others. Sure. Mm-hmm. Some of them are more relevant to you as a player of your style. You know, if you're more of a an action guy, you're going to get two people in there that are going to back you up or, you know, that, that are going to be action oriented. Uh, like I had in like, let's say Fallout 3, right? Uh, when you have one, you know, you have one person in your party. Uh, I don't necessarily know how many people you can have in your party. If anyone knows, just drop it in and I'll give you a shout out. I don't know whether it's two or it's three, because uh, obviously... Uh, Obsidian did it a different way with the Outer Worlds, where you had, you know, yourself and and, and two people in your party. Um, I'm pretty sure Bethesda games have always been one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I haven't played I haven't played a Bethesda game in a in a, minute, in a hot minute. Last time, last thing I played was Fallout Four, and I I I, I finished it, and it just mm-hmm. it didn't bring me back like three did um, for a lot of reasons. That's fair. Uh, let's let's talk about the twenty named characters because. These named characters are going to be voiced potentially by other major voice actors in in the community, and they're gonna they're gonna play a huge part. And when they say over twenty, what does that actually mean? Is it twenty one? Is it twenty three? Is it twenty seven? The fact that the, the the fact that, and I think this is where we get to the exciting part of Starfield, as gamers. Right. I mean, none of us are in the office around the water cooler like we used to 25 years ago. Forget it, folks. I'm old. Sorry. Um, But the stories that we're going to tell each other, I think, has me the most excited Mm -hmm. because no story is going to be the same. Like, yes, we're playing Starfield. Yes, there's a start. There's a middle. Potentially, there's an ending. Right. And we're going to go through the story, which, by the way, some MFs have leaked. Um, stay away from the leaks if you don't want to be ruined. I think the story, I think the game is too big to be ruined, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, be, be careful, folks. It, it's yeah, it's, and a lot of those people who say they got quote unquote leaks are just making making dumb stuff up. Yeah. Like, and at the end of the day, <laughs> if anybody is, is is leaking the game, definitely be watched out. I mean, a lot of times you could tell within the first couple words, but outside of that, they're literally just making stuff up for cloud. So you guys just be careful out there. Yes, I, I absolutely, but. Let, let, let's get your take on this because 
if there are that many named characters, that that tells me that they are significant enough to be a part of the story in some way, right? They're gonna they they're gonna have a they're gonna have an origin of sorts. They're gonna have uh, they're potentially gonna need help in, in in doing something that you're going to gain their trust or their loyalty. Um, let's get your take on this, dude, because you might find a pair of characters that I may never find. Potentially. You might be like, hey, boom, I got characters. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, potentially. Where, where'd, you, where'd you find that character? Oh, yeah, I was on this planet over here. Mm-hmm. Holy, I got I, I got to go. Now I got to go searching. Now I got to go find this character. It, it, it is, to me anyway, I, I, folks, I'm a big nerd. I'm sorry. Like, like I, I, am, I am just so excited <laughs> oh, for this. Okay. I'm going to lose myself in this game like i haven't done in a very very long time mm-hmm. um i'm probably mm-hmm. gonna be, i'm probably gonna i'm never gonna be playing while i'm doing the podcast <laughs> i gotta pay attention but let, 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 let's get you let's get your hot take on these so you know on the confirmed 20 plus named characters yeah that's it's really interesting to think about right because when i'm making those comparisons to mass effect earlier and that's one thing that everybody can try to kind of draw their experiences to hey who was your favorite to have on your team because even mass effect had about what eight plus people um that you could choose from to have on your team at any given time right um that kind of expanded out some people were taken away depending on oh some of the choices you make as you go through your experience so to have it open kind of i kind of think about that and then opening it up to 20 more possible characters um that that could be part of your journey now per my understanding too i think even though you could have that many people that not everybody's going to have that that level of depth that you may look for um, or that we have experienced in like a mass effect where you kind of go through, everybody has a story arc, everybody you come to understand and you overall over the time of your, uh, your first playthrough, especially in mass effect one, you have an idea of some of the, of the people that you like in this story or some of the experiences that you've had with these people. And then you go into two and you're like, Oh yeah, I, I really, I want this guy here, this guy here. Oh man, I get to meet this guy again. Great. I, I need him on my team. So, to kind of take that concept in the star field, if it is all 20 that we're able to have that type of relationship with, that would be dope. Um, but again, I, I think that's kind of outside the expectation because um, it might b- boil down to like a core t- group of 10 people that you can really have that type of relationship with. But either way, it's still, it adds another layer of hair to your playthrough, right? where you'll want people around where you're going to be really picky and choosy or you're going to be scoping out everybody that you run into because if that's the other thing that i want to also see is the 20 people limited to certain individuals that you're going to meet without within this universe or can it be I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to say anybody per se because that'd be a little wild and i don't know if we're that far into the gaming universe yet but how much of a choice are we going to have over these people? Is it going to be like you said, boom, hey, you know, I got such and such. And you're like, oh, I didn't even I never met that dude. I never even went down that story path to find who that is. And in my 100 hours of playtime, um, and I think that is the thing 
that Paul mentions to me all the time about like Skyrim, where he's like, hey, I had this dude that ran across me and he like gave me some armor. Then he ran away real fast. I didn't know what was going on and I was confused. And to come to find out later, he got killed. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then you talk to other people and they're like, I didn't quite have that experience. Oh, yeah, I experienced that on my like my third playthrough. So it's like there's a lot of variances in there, which is extremely interesting also. Uh, I don't know how they're going to end up making that work, how much they're going to make you really care about your crew, whether it is just people that are slapped together. And I say slapped together very loosely because I also, um, from the information that we got uh, from the Q&A that they did, uh, apparently the people that you have a part of your space crew or um, people that you have on your team actually end up giving you an ad additional perks um, so if there's like things that you as a character are lacking, you can find these other characters that could kind of fill in in those areas for you and still give you those perks. Uh, so like if you're not really like for you, boom, you're you're not going to be the smuggler, for an example. You're going to be the good right. guy. But what if you run into a good weapon and you got to smuggle it in and these people really <laughs> don't, they won't yeah. approve of you having this weapon, boom. But you're like, man, I, I really worked hard for it and I, I killed this bad guy for I'm gonna have but, to be a smoker for a hot second. And for a hot second, that's all I'm saying. You got somebody, you might have to tap Pete, who has been out on flight deck, and say, hey, Pete, I, I kind of need that perk for you to let me slide by these defenses real quick, man. Get past the scanner. Uh, yeah, man, that's gonna be really dope to see, and I'm really interested to see where different people kind of take it and what their experience is with that. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I I think the conversation surrounding this game uh mm -hmm. you know like 10 15 20 30 40 hours in is going to be so different um and i and i can see uh this becoming like one of the number one streaming games across like i'm not a Twitch possibly like, yeah. I, I, i'm just i've just See, it's just not my game. thing i i kind of like i like i'm gonna put my starfield headphones on like a big old nerd and listen to the audio and just kind of get mm -hmm. lost in myself uh, and that's how I like playing the game. That's why, like, so a lot of Sony's games, even though they don't appeal to, uh, you know, like a lot of people, like especially on the Xbox side, they appeal to me because I'm more of a, a story person. Like, I really right. care about the characters that I'm playing. Um, I'm going to, and and obviously, you know, like you can design your character. This is probably mm -hmm. one of the few games that, like, I'm literally going to take my. I don't care if it takes like three hours. <laughs> design my character i want my character to look and feel just like myself i want to be literally using this like like i would be like a figure like it was a kid playing in the sandbox uh, that's what i that's what i want and that's how that's how important this game is for me personally because i love these big games i'm i'm, I'm a diehard bethesda fan but you know what i want to i want to bring up a question that was uh one of uh, question three of this developer Q and A, and this is very interesting because I see a lot of talk of, hey, boom, what, what if I'm I'm not a Bethesda guy? A am I going to be lost? A am I going to know what I'm, you know, what to do? Am I going to enjoy the game? Check this out. Now, this is the third question. It says for those of us who have never played a BGS game, which of course mm -hmm. is Bethesda Game Studios for short, and we'll be starting with Starfield. What information should we know? that will make the experience more impactful right from the mm -hmm. start. How deep should you go into the create into creating our character's background mm -hmm. before we start the game? So here's the answers, folks. They go, hmm, well, we always make our games for fans both old and new. So you can jump in 
uh, without ever having played a Bethesda title before? And the mm -hmm. second answer, Steele, is there's a trait and background system that will let you uh, specify more about yourself, but you can you can also select an anonymous background mm -hmm. uh, and have no traits if you want. Right. So I mean I I I think that's a that's a phenomenal question and and, and it's a, even a a bigger um uh pointed answer that right. no you don't have to be uh you don't have to be a, a Bethesda game this this could logistically be your first Bethesda game and for mm -hmm. a lot of people it probably is going to be um so let's see uh, any other questions let's see or so the, the smuggling one is, is is pretty interesting um how will the smuggling cargo system work can we hide it somewhere on the ship and sell it for more currency later mm. and so they go on to say steel uh, yes you can hide them using special ship modules mm. that you can purchase you can uh so you know uh, you, you, so you know you don't get caught with those harvested organs or whatever else that you're smuggling, which is the fact that that's even in there is is just it's just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is a lot. Um, let's see. So, okay, so they go. They ask about the the, the traits. Uh, depending on traits selected during character creation, which is why this is incredibly important, folks. Right. Uh, I can't guarantee. Uh, uh, so I'm sorry, I, I lost. Um, okay, depending on the traits selected during character creation, it will at all be possible to play through the game in a pacifist mode, i.e., mm -hmm. without killing anyone or even potentially anything. Um, and they ask, um, and the answer is, I can't guarantee every mission can be completed in pacifist mode, but we do have a. a, a Co-pile of systems that will help. Uh, answer two. So we talked about this very early on during pre-production, whether or not we would fully support a non-lethal playthrough. And we realized that for various reasons, that wasn't total, totally feasible. So you, you could probably get away a certain aspect of the game, you mm -hmm. know, in, in pacifist mode. And I, depending if you, level up certain traits you'd be able to kind of talk your way out of everything but i think that what that answers to me is no that you can't run through this game without killing anybody and, and i'm going to be honest with you that to me doesn't make any sense like i i i'm not saying you should go on a murder spree and then when you like like for <laughs> instance pong soul is stealing everything that's not nailed down and he's going to bring a hammer with a big hook yep. so he can get that nail out <laughs> that's just what pong soul is going to do um does that bother you because I don't, it doesn't bother me because I would never play that way. But maybe someone, I mean, maybe, maybe there's a subset of people that want to play this in pacifist mode. I, I don't know why you would, and I don't know how you could. But what are your thoughts, Steel? Um, I mean, the idea of pacifist mode, I mean, again, I know certain people don't like to be violent, and then you have this whole thing with Starfield makes kids violent. They like to shoot people all of a sudden, like, like they do with, uh, with GTA and whatnot. Um, I don't necessarily think that's the case, but either way, um, having the availability, cause I know they heard, I've seen a lot of things about them talking about non-lethal weapons and other things that you can, um, knock people out with, right? Yeah. You know, maybe you don't have to put a, put a bullet in everybody or a laser in everybody. You could just, uh, give them a good old slap on the neck and, uh, they just go to sleep for a little bit. I mean, having that option there again, as many ways that you can give people, um, 
as many different ways as you can get people to role play. Um, I think that that's the other thing that's going to be very unique to this because again, it's a role playing game, a true role playing game. So you can kind of take that adventure on however you want. Again, I I feel like this uh, just the whole pacifist thing in general, and of course, it's not going to be my thing. Although I'm not necessarily the the bad guy or the villains in these games either. Um. For me, it just it definitely adds an additional option or at least lets me know that, hey, even I would probably be able to approach some situations in um, a different manner than maybe being aggressive. And again, I feel like that iterates on on what they've um, constantly mentioned, and that's just giving the player choice, right? Really making the story feel like your own, um, making the experience special, because that first playthrough is always going to be the one that sticks out to you the most. And as many things that they can do to kind of tailor that experience to uh, to many different paths, um, I think it's going to end up having to be extremely successful. So uh, the option is definitely interesting, and just their approach on it, their thought processes, is pretty dope. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 like I said, I, you say first playthrough. I mean, I can't imagine yeah, yeah, me yeah. personally. Like, I, I am not rushing through this game. Like, I, I am yeah, going to yeah, yeah. absolutely take my time with it because it's, it's, it's one of those games, especially if you're, and I'm a Bethesda fan, folks. Like, still, like, for me, the GOAT, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's Skyrim. Not for me, it's not. It's uh, Oblivion. It's still one of my is my favorite. If if I had to, if you say listen, boom, you got to take one or the other. It's going to be Oblivion. Oblivion, I put mm-hmm. so many hours, so many days of play into that. I can't even begin to tell you. Um, I loved every second of it. It's just and and, and the thought that they may somehow do like like a, like a remake of that. Mm-hmm. It's that's just crazy. Uh, so let me see about some of the other questions. Um, one here. Okay, this is a this is a really cool one. Um, they ask folks, what is the history of the mechs? Now, obviously, there's going to be a mech that's going to be a part of your team. And mm-hmm. they say their answer that's- is the mechs were leftovers from the colony wars. Both sides, United Colonies and Free Star Collective had mechs. Uh, right. But the Free Star Collective really mastered them. The United Colonies had mechs too, but they were also... Um, rely they also relied on uh, the controlled alien beasts from the xeno warfare division holy shit that's awesome both of those were outlawed by the arm uh the armacetic arm that ended the colony war i'm not saying there's an old mech battleground in the game of course there is because he said it. <laughs> of course there is so you're going to be able to go, maybe maybe you can get parts, maybe you can get upgrades maybe. by going to this non-existent mech battlefield or graveyard. Um, I mean, yes. That already changes a little bit of my playthrough already, because it's <laughs> like, well, knowing that, I'm a mech guy. I, a Freestar, you said Freestar Collective had, they were the masters? Oh, I'm going to have to go see. I'm, I need to experience that entire story storyline, whatever they got over there. Maybe I get Dude. a mech at the end. Like, <laughs> that's kind of my it, It's crazy that the that. The United Colonies, they also had mechs, but they also relied on the controlled alien beasts from the Xeno mm-hmm. Warfare Division. Like, Which is, yeah, the- that's also <laughs> interesting. Yep. Um, here's another one, uh, Steel. We'll get your, your hot take on this. Um, okay, so uh, can you be a double agent in the game? For example, mm. uh, if you join the United Colonies, can you also join the Crimson Fleet and give the United Colonies information? And what factions 
have that feature if they do. And they have two answers, folks. All of the playable factions can be completed independently, which we said uh, thanks to uh, Clobriel earlier. And they they laugh. They go, ha, that's exactly what you can do. Infiltrate the Crimson Fleet for the UC uh, systems defense. Uh, it's a, and 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 here's the thing. Now we just learned something, Steel. It's specific to that quest line where you are United Colonies. You join the uh, the Crimson Fleet, and mm-hmm. then you 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 send in, uh, information back to the the United Colonies. Mm-hmm. So that's that's an actual thing. They confirm that right here. Uh, double agent. First of all, uh, I, I, there there are a ton of of, of of classes do you have one in mind that you're going to join oh uh, classes class wise i mean like a specific faction or anything i don't have faction, anything. that's what i imagine class um, a faction no yeah. you're good you're good um a specific faction i don't have any any in particular in mind because i'm mostly driven by the aesthetics and wanting to get one of the best looking suits in the game um that's kind of what's more my motivating fashion fat factor right now hey if it's uh the snake people that believe that there's a snake god out there and we're all <laughs> supposed to get eaten by him but they got the flyers fit hey i guess i'm gonna be a double agent for a little bit I, I need to get that gear um but outside of that i mean just the idea of being able to again it just speaks to the the breadth of diversity that you're going to be able to experience in the game and just really tailoring your own playthrough and making the adventure kind of whatever you want because again you will at some point have to make a decision on what ideology you you support within this world right um that's the other hard part of this because then because i i I am the type of dude that likes to when i when i have situations like that i need to get everybody's side hey okay what is everybody feeling about what's going on currently in this universe okay i I think i'll go i'll rock with uh i'll rock with rocky and his boys because they they have a good vision and they got max so i think that's the division i think that's the way i'm gonna go um but being able to make the decision coherently um kind of changes your experience already even early on or whenever you start making certain choices because maybe one faction you're kind of like iffy on but you're like you know what i'm just getting started and i need to get my name out there especially if you maybe come in as a bounty hunter you know yes, you, you got people who don't I'm like you to do exactly i'm, I'm, I'm stuck like i'm stuck <laughs> because i was originally going ronin Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to bring justice to the uh, justice and honor to the galaxy. And then I saw, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Now that they have Bounty Hunter. Damn it. What right. do I do? Because I, you, you you can pick one and you can have some traits in there. I, I'm still I'm still torn because I like the Ronin. But the Bounty right. Hunter sounds like 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 what I want to do. Like I'm going to be hunting pirates and I'm going to be take kicking ass and taking names, dude. <laughs> yeah and again boom you can imagine that people aren't going to really like you for that right and you're putting yeah. them in jail and getting bounties <laughs> on their heads and look boom's getting rich off of my name like what's going on um so you got to have certain factions that go, that i have to be able to support that but wh- whatever what happens if you've been doing this one thing bounty hunting for this one faction and then you come to find out that you actually were working for the bad guy that made yep. you feel like they were the good guy so now you have this whole thing in your own mind that you kind of got to deal with like man wow do i do i need to restart the game now or how do i approach this because this is not what i wanted to happen now things have gone super left but that is your experience with the game which makes this extremely unique so um just just the thought that again 
it's another thing that adding on to just the the spectrum of different things that you'll have available to you in the different directions that you can go and tailoring that experience that personal experience truly to you um seems like what they're going for and again um from everything that we've seen from from the uh, updated gunplay mechanics to the option of first and third person and both of them looking very clean and clear comparatively to each other especially this time around because uh, i've been seeing a lot of people want wanting to go the third person direction when typically you know the third person isn't the most uh, isn't the best looking way to play the bethesda games um previously whereas this time around um even they have said it uh there they put a lot of time and effort into that they wanted people from no matter what perspective that you decide to play from um even in ship battles it's first and third right um no, no matter how you want to experience it you can truly experience it however you like have that in and out ability and um kind of just take it whichever way that you like so man it's just it adds up it adds on to the uh to that hype me to that hype meter a bit so yeah well listen i i pulled up the factions uh now supposedly and again i pulled this from pc games uh.com pc gamer.com uh and as as of today and again this is a little bit of an older article i don't know if it's been updated or if they've added let anyone else uh, anyone else know because we don't know a lot about the game there's five factions folks mm-hmm. there's the constellation there's united colonies known as the uc there's the free star collective which i think is the one i'm going to go with uh there are the uh Re- Ryujin, uh Ryujin industries they're mm-hmm. the, like corporation one and of course the, the 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 bad guys if you will is the crimson fleet i'm sure crimson is for blood because that's the, they spill it left right and center so those are those are the five. Um, like I said, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I I'm I'm kind of just based on who they are and what they do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably going Free Star Collective. To be honest with you, they're they're considered like the space cowboys, if you will. And I'm gonna be a bounty hunter, so I don't mind being like uh, you know like I'm I'm not trying to be the Mandalorian, to be honest with you. But I I, I am gonna hunt pirates. It's it's, it's what I'm going to do. Uh, so let's see if I have anything else. Okay, so you know what? Let's talk companions for a second um, mm-hmm. because there are two questions here that I'm going to merge into one or at least one answer. Uh, they say, when we assign crew members to work on uh, at work at our outposts, do we have to pay them salaries? Uh, and it says, no, you simply pay them once. So in other words, you know, someone will, you'll say, do you want to join the crew? And you, you pay them. And that's it's it's like a, a one cover charge. That's it. You you pay them and they're part of your crew, and you just they, they just work with you or for you. Uh, they 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 go on to say um, we actually experimented with paying them regular salaries, but ultimately decided it was uh, to just have the one cost up front, which I think is is better anyway because you don't want you know the AI asking you for a raise and you can't afford to right. <laughs> they go and strike. What do you do? I don't know. Um, but this is where it gets interesting. Uh, will our companions be able to level up their perks and will those perks stack upon your character's per, uh, uh, own stats? Mm-hmm. And there are several answers here, Steele. Uh, all crews start with a set of perks at specific ranks. They do not level up, but they come at different ranks depending on the, on which companion you are using. Uh, so it goes on to say, so you might meet a character that's especially good at rifles and you hire them to watch your back. Or you might meet uh, an astrodynamics expert 
that will increase your grab jump range when assigned to your ship. Um, uh, we, we, and, and, the, and the final answer is, well, we can call them skills in Starfield, and they do stack with yours when relevant. Mm-hmm. So Steel, we just talked about those 20-plus those named uh, people or characters that could be a part of your crew. It mm-hmm. appears that who you pick based on who you are as a character mm-hmm. is going to be meaningful. And I think, I mean, the systems that seem to be stacked upon systems, stacked upon systems, and since again, stacked upon systems has me really understanding that this gameplay, this game is going to be a, a different playthrough for everyone. And I think that's where we get into. Because I'm not, I don't watch people play games because I would rather play them. That's more for right, the right. audience, and I'm an old prick, <laughs> so everyone knows that. Um, so I don't really watch, but but I can see this game, people like tuning in to watch other people's playthrough because it's mm-hmm. so different from theirs. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, again, it definitely touches on some of the things we mentioned earlier too, because people are going to be. Uh, be able to pull things from different places, right? And some of the things that people are also experiencing in a game like Remnant, um, where you also ha- get those different experiences depending on how many times you end up playing through the game. So just to, just to, again, have that diversity to add it on to your playthrough um, gives you a unique experience to the point to where, uh, where nothing, nothing necessarily... Um, can be similar to somebody else's though you know to be fair there can be some some similarities uh depending on how wide ranging that is or how the perks work or uh but that can also leave room for some issues to be uh with with some bugs right potentially um may perks not stacking up right or other things of that nature so that could be some things that people really kind of hone in on it like man i got all these people on but they're not giving me the perks that i'm looking for like you said that they're supposed to stack they're not stacked you know and that can end up being a, a negative to the to the experience potentially or an abuse depending on how well how well that system works uh but again i mean overall you i feel like the main thing every question yes. that we that we kind of go through you're just seeing more and more and more yep. diversity kind of be divvied out to to you as the individual or as people as just if you're listening in tuning in um this we're at a point to where you can't say i don't know what this game is anymore right of course you can say yes. oh well, i don't have it in hand or <laughs> wh- whatever the case but you can't uh if you've played previous bethesda games that's why you see the steam charts as high as they are on pc yeah, dude, people know what bethesda is capable of even the games that people say aren't the greatest um again fallout 4 it's one of the most modded games that are out there, whether you feel like it's, Oh, well, it needs to be modded to play. That's fine. But it's still one of the most top five, most modded games that people still make mods for that game. Exactly. So if that doesn't give you concept, if Skyrim, you know, 10 years later, 15 plus years later, decades later, um, still showing its roots and people still making mods for that game and trying to b- bring it up in visual fidelity and add combat mechanics because these are all things that have happened within uh, within that game. And these very same things are going to be possible in Starfield. So it's like you talk about the companion mechanic. Uh, I can only imagine a year from now to where other people jump in or maybe you go into you're going to your second or third playthrough depending on who you are and you're like 
you download this mod that now turns into your companion to where everybody you can have this intrinsic relationship with. Um, everybody has a definitive um, meaning and the experience to your journey. And it's not just limited to the eight to 10 people, quote unquote, that they've kind of limited it to those far. They, they It's opened up. Oh, now you can get these big Starfleet type ships. Oh, now you can um, you can now go to the Death Star as part of your, and that's a mission now. And oh, this whole there's this whole oh Starfield God. set yes. of planets. That, I mean, Star Wars set of planets. Excuse me, that you can go to the Star Trek type planets. There's Mass Effect planets. There's there's a Marvel planet. You know, there's all these different things that you can go to set up with your own missions and variety that I am I've currently have been seeing um, throughout the years actually for um, for their style of games. And it just it just blows my mind at the type of variety that they're already giving you up front. I was telling the guys in the back because you know we were trying to decide, hey, where do we want to get Starfield at? You know, Xbox, Steam, what's going on? Mods, you know, and we just kind of came to the conclusion that look, a lot of the mods that people are gonna be looking for aren't gonna be out for at least a year because you have to give people at least some time to understand what is truly possible in this game right is bethesda really and truly breaking out of their mold and not only when i say that of course their game is going to be very similar to their previous games but at the same time they're also the one of the very few devs that can actually push that envelope and make you look at it from a different perspective okay uh you know you were able to do all these things in these fallout games and i know you said that fallout 4 wasn't the rpg that you were looking for but how about Starfield, right? Brand new yes. IP, no numbers attached to it. How yep. do, what do you feel about this? Is we're Creation Engine two. We've added all these additional things to it. You can collect sandwiches if you want. Um, <laughs> you know everything that you. The the world is literally accounting for everything that you can imagine, right? This is the first game in a while where I looked at its size, where it was like 120 gigs on console, 130 gigs on yeah, PC, and say that makes sense. Yep. I can see that for this game in comparison to like a Jedi survivor. That's like a hundred gigs. And you're like, it's a hundred and some gigs and it's still choppy. <laughs> you know, in some sections, it's like, oh, what's going on here, man. So, uh, I don't know. I, again, just to answer you that earlier question, the co the whole companion side of it is definitely going to add on to that relationship that you kind of have, not only with your ship, um, but then your crew and then your the also the home bases that you kind of create because you got I would have to imagine that everybody's going to be connected somehow. So yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, folks, a uh, lot lot of Starfield news happening. Uh, the review codes are out as we talked about at the opening of the show. Uh, some of uh, the more prolific uh, you know gaming media people that I follow have them, so I'm very happy about that. Um, i I'm not reviewing it. I, I wanted to. Uh, but I, I still think the, the channel is still relatively small. Um, and, you know, listen, who knows? I, I can I can get, get, go, you know, close down the show, which we're going to do in about five minutes or so, um, and uh, check my email, and boom, there it is. And, I'm uh, you know, I, I'm playing Starfield. Uh, I, I'd love to review it. I, it's, one of the, it's one of the games that I want to – I have su such an excitement for that as just as a fan of gaming, would love to, the opportunity to review it. But if, if I don't, I'll be playing on the – on the 31st, like everybody else. Let me catch up on some of the channel member number um, messages, as well as some of the Super Chats, and then we'll get everyone out of here. A Sith Lord, who's been a channel member for 16 months, says, good day, boom. You're looking good. That's very kind of you, sir. Thank you. I had to 
reorganize my games on my 16, uh, wow, 16 terabyte hard drives to make room for Starfield. Can't wait <laughs> for it. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's 120 gigs, folks. So, yeah, get ready. Make some, make, make some changes. Make some room. Uh, Drawing TJ, who was a guest last night on Primetime Gaming, uh, who's been a channel member for uh, over two months. Thank you, Drawing TJ. Says, hi, Boom. Hi, Steel. Uh, Starfield is going to be game of the year. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I mean, we'll see. I, I, I mean, if it turns out to be as grand as what I think it is, I, I think that even as fantastic as Boulder's Gate 3 is, and that, that's, I mean, a lot of people are really enjoying that. Mm -hmm. I, I just think that the size and scope and scale of Scar Starfield are going to push it past, uh, you know, BG3. But we'll see. Eternal Shaddai, very generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, great show as always. Well, thank you, dude. He says, the question is, if Starfield is a success, then Avowed is also a success. Uh, we, will, uh, we will see the front of our eyes be battle the, be a battle of the Western RPG between Bethesda and Obsidian, yeah, and I think they would dig that. I'd love I'd love to see one going after another. I, I think Avowed is in its final form is going to be um, as important, potentially as big as Starfield. It's 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 Obsidian. They're not going to disappoint us, folks. Mm -hmm. uh, Rain G four, good friend of the programs, just a five dollars super chat and says Xbox redeemed themselves for not buying Bioware with Mass Effect. We have Starfield, indeed. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I look back to some of the, the misses that Microsoft has made as a corporation. The mm -hmm. Bioware is one of them, especially when you look at the time when they could have bought them. You know, Mass Effect was just monstrous. You're coming off of, you know, Knights of the Old Republic, one, you know, uh, one, because Obsidian did two. Um, Jade Empire, another mm -hmm. phenomenal. So I kind of wonder, you know, and again, we don't know because it's, you know, we can't time travel, so it is what it is. But I kind of <laughs> yeah. wonder if the Bioware of old would still be around under Microsoft. See, I don't know. The days Microsoft, yes. Yesteryear's Xbox and Microsoft, I don't know. That's, that's the ticket because it's Phil Spencer run um uh you know xbox is much different than a donny d you know what i'm saying and i don't know if bioware suffers the same fate as they've suffered through mm -hmm. ea I, I don't know it's it, it's an interesting thought though uh tim the sorcerer who's been a channel member for 13 tim. plus months tim thank you so much brother for the generosity he says congrats living split screen on 1k and thanks boom and chat for making it happen have a great weekend, Starfield incoming. Brother, thank you for the comment. And listen, it's my honor. Like I said, I, I want to see other people succeed. And if I can help, then I've done my job as a community member. That's what we're supposed to do. Not everyone feels that way, but that's that's who I am as a whole. A drawn TJ drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, just wait for the mods in Starfield. Yeah, I, I am very much looking forward to seeing what they're going to do. Um, but Steel Rain. Let's let's get everyone out of here. Hopefully, folks, you enjoyed the Starfield focused uh, podcast. Of course, uh, a big shout out to Steel Rain and Pong Soul for finally getting the 1K. Shout out to this amazing 600 plus people that tuned in for this show that helped get them past the finish line. Very I am incredibly grateful for that because, like I said, I don't I'll never ask for myself, but I will ask for others. 
Steel Rain, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone that has now just subscribed where <laughs> they can find you and Pong Soul each and every Saturday morning on Living Split Screen. And where can people reach out to you on? social media well ladies and gentlemen i'll start off with the reach out uh, the easiest way um it's going to be i steel rain i the t is a seven everywhere at steel rain um if it's google's the easiest place for you to type it in definitely do that you'll find all my information there um whether that's the youtube channel my personal youtube um even though i don't use it um, or my twitter or aka x information if you need that uh definitely hit me up in the dms and not one of those people that like to hide from people and never answer them i think that's weird uh the same thing if you're on xbox or in the xbox ecosystem um because it's so intrinsically easy to go between uh the console and the pc so hit me up i'm i'm more than welcome to go back and forth to chop it up about gaming but i gotta definitely shout out one boom uh but and i'm gonna do some extra on that but every saturday morning 9 a.m central 10 a.m eastern and 3 p.m uk time i do uh have a non-console centric platform known as living split screen uh where it's the home of that rts approach uh real-time strategy we pull ourselves out of the world Look at the darker crevices of the map. We pull those resources together so we can build up that foundation for those 3 billion gamers that Phil Spencer always mentions and uh, that we just need to grow the community too, so if possible. But boom, first off, uh, I definitely want to say again, uh, I've mentioned this plenty of times on your show, um, and I absolutely mean it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you are definitely one of the pillars of our community, no matter how deep I get Thank into you. this podcasting game. Uh, you're definitely one of the people that I consistently still listen to, uh, just because you, not only because of your knowledge, um, just because of, but also because of the other support that you give the community. You are, again, when I say a pillar, I don't mean, oh, you're just shouting people. No, I mean like the <laughs> kindness you, that's sir. in your heart, the way that you approach, uh, you know, doing your shows. I mean, again, you're one of the hardest working people that we have. And Thank everybody you. that's in chat right now, the same way that boom helped us get over 1k i want y'all to get down right underneath this video and hit that like button for thank boom. you sir yes Please. likes help likes help the like button you. helps get helps get us as content creators more in the algorithm gets more involved and boom's one of those shows where he least deserves 5k every time that he comes goes live so uh, i want to say thank you boom again um and i want to thank thank you to the chat because again if it wasn't for y'all, like my brother from another palm says, we would just be dudes in a party chat, chopping it up, um, <laughs> having a good time regardless. Y'all add to the experience. So much love and greatly appreciate you guys. Well, listen, again, a big thank you to this community. Uh, obviously, you answered the call, uh, and uh, I, I, I am unbelievably grateful for it. Um, you're, you know, this is, like I said, I would never ask for myself, and I would never ask you to listen to someone that I personally don't listen to myself, because that would be selfish and dumb to be honest with you and uh, listen we're the, the whole point of community right is to help everyone you know stand up you know and and help everyone grow and uh like I, i've seen I've, I've seen people fight back on it like oh i don't want to help out because it's going to hurt my numbers i'm not worried about that listen yeah, we no, did it the modern pop way we're at 13k we're heading to 14k it's it's not like we we, we tripped over four you know 13k I know I work hard. I don't have to be told that. I do this for you folks because I love you as, as, as a community, but I actually really love doing this stuff. Like the fact that I that there's an audience that likes listening to me, it, it, it's still surreal to me. You got to understand that this is, I, you know, this I, I do this every day because I love gaming. I could talk about gaming every day of the week, which I do. And I work on this show seven days a week. I, you don't see it, but I work on this show seven days a week and I, I never get bored. 
I'm always excited to come in front of this microphone, hang out with you folks, and put on a damn a damn good show, which at least I hope it's a damn good show. But look, at the end of the day, we're here for each other. We're here to rise each other up. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what the whole point of community is. It's what I did as a cop. I'm now have transitioned that into being a uh, you know somewhat of a media personnel, uh, you know, a persona, which I don't really think I am. I'm just a guy with a microphone who likes talking about games, and and I'm very grateful for the support. Again, folks, if you're finding the channel for the first time and you enjoy today's show. We're on the hunt for 14K. Uh, please consider subscribing. And of course, before you get out of here, like Steel Rain said, hit that like button because it does help us navigate the algorithms of YouTube, which is very difficult, especially when you have a small show like this. And of course, a big thank you to all of the member chats as well as the super chats that allow us to do the big giveaways. And we do have four huge monster giveaways coming starting in September, ending in December, all to equate nearly $3,500 worth of prizes. And we do that because you guys and gals support the channel. And of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, it's very simple. Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of X-Vlog Live. Yeah.